Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of Fun and Games for the evening. It happened. Uh, Claude Giroux to the Florida Panthers. Connor Bunneman going with him in a very Corey Lytle-like move. Uh, just here, yeah, take him too, uh, if you remember the old days of the Bobby Abreu trade. Um, I do not think this trade will have the same effect on the Philadelphia Flyers, however. Uh, we saw it coming. We knew it was happening. I mean, my God, they did everything but basically come on TV and say, we are tape trading Claude Giroux with the way these last uh, – these last few games have gone the way they treated the thousandth game ceremony more like a uh, like a retirement ceremony, like a you know lifetime achievement award ceremony sort of thing. And now we're just I don't have I haven't seen all the details yet. Broad Street Hockey just tweeted something. Um, yeah, just Steph Drivers here. Maybe she has the details. Steph, you're on with me. Driver. Sorry, I was muted. I don't have the details yet. Um, but holy shit. Like I am going through it right now. <laughs> yeah, I uh that's that's what you get for holding out hope that he was staying there, Steph. Uh, it was I, I was drowning in the river denial and it's turned out bad for me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, listen, we all deal with things in our own way. Um, happy he's going to get a chance to compete for a Stanley Cup on what very well could be the best team in the league, especially now that they've acquired, you know, Claude Giroux. Uh, I'm I'm happy they're going to get something for him. Owen Tippett looks like a good starting point. Uh, simply being drafted in 2017 after Nolan Patrick is a great first sentence of a uh, resume, I would say. So I guess we just have to wait for this stuff to come in, and some of our listeners might uh, – might have details. Let's let the first one in. Let's go to Harris Barnes. Harris, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, well, that's a step better than me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually I'm going back and forth between Twitter and like all these different trades that are happening, and I'm watching the um, Eve Gascon, uh, the female goalie who's making her QMJHL debut for Gat, though. So that's pretty cool. I'm not sure if anyone else is watching that. Um, but with the Giroux trade, uh, I'm not surprised he picked Florida. It's very interesting that the Colorado and Boston had bigger packages. Um, but I, I think the, the draft pick compensation uh, will really help um, the Flyers in the long term. I like Tippett, like if he actually gets the opportunity to play top six, um, and he, he's a lethal, he has a lethal shot in the power play. He just needs to figure it out and find line chemistry with somebody. Yeah. And he'll get plenty of opportunity here, at least to compete for a spot. Uh, do you, does anyone think he'll play right away for the flyers? I mean, they have some, they have some roster spots opening up. Oh, he'll be right on the roster. Like as soon as he, like he gets to Philadelphia, like he didn't get a spot or he didn't get, have a consistent, um, roster spot in Florida because they had too many forwards. Yeah. And look, look, you know, he's, he's still young and he's playing, he's in the organization of the team that could win the president's trophy. It's not shocking that they're not like, Oh yeah, let's let him learn on the job. Uh, We'll see how good he is when he gets here. But uh, I'm glad, I'm glad people think at least he'll, uh, he'll probably join the lineup right away. Oh yeah, he, he will. I mean, I don't think Florida and their fans expected uh, them to get Duclair for Hagee to be this good and Sam Bennett, that, that acquisition to be this good. And, and then that just kind of blocked 
like lineup spots for Tippett. Like you just you're not going to have that much of a chance when you have those guys, and you're not going to put Tippett on the fourth line. And they were putting him too much like in a bottom six role where he doesn't thrive five on five. That's what happened. So like I think he'll get a good chance to be a second line uh, winger and get a lot of power play time. Uh, we could use some of those, especially with, uh, I assume, more trades between now and Monday and then end of the season and the draft coming. Uh, I think we're going to see a pretty good roster shakeup here, so I think he'll get plenty of opportunity. Yeah, and um, again, it's uh, uh, ginger out, ginger in. Uh, they have the to keep the ratio strong. They can't just allow... You know, they just can't allow Gingers to leave like this. Charlie O'Connor has a lifetime uh, contract with the Athletic because of it. You know, he gets the inside scoops because he's one of them. Oh, yeah. And so now um, we need to start looking at uh, Gingers that are um, top prospects for the draft. Like we need to find who the Flyers are going to take in the, the second and third round as Ginger. Like it just it makes too much sense. It sure does. Hanks, what are you doing? How are you feeling? Okay, so I just wanted to hop in and tell you um, I have someone in my DMs who I will not name because I won't ever. Oh. I know. I hate being a person that just says that out loud. Staff driver knows who it is. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to read you what he has said about Owen Tippett. Um, I asked him, everything I've read tells me he's a project. Is that about right? He responded, less a project and more never going to be what they hoped. Figure on him as a complimentary top nine winger who can score a little. Probably not one of the six best forwards on a good team, but might play in the top six at times, depending on lineup fit. That's what I got on Owen Tippett. All right. Uh, some things to be optimistic about, some things to not be. I, I mean. So here's Bill. Okay. You know, something that you said once on the radio um, stuck with me. It, you said something about how the Flyers have a bunch of complimentary pieces, but nothing to compliment. Like, no, like there's not, there's nothing that they compliment, right? It's just a bunch of like B level guys that are supposed to be on a team with like a really, really good player. And then the team's good. Cause you have these good guys, but we don't have the first part. Like we don't have, we don't have a really good player for them to compliment. So like, cool. We got a complimentary piece. Who's he complimenting though? Like Kevin what, Hayes and Sean Couturier and Ryan Ellis. Outstanding. Yeah. No, uh, it's they've built the team like, you know, you're supposed to start. I always I don't do jigsaw puzzles, so maybe this is a bad analogy, but I was always told you're supposed to start with the outline and like, okay, you have the outline. Cool. But the picture is the main part, like the thing, the actual image is in the middle. They don't really have any of that. Uh, Maybe there are some pieces in here that will help them acquire it. All ammo at this point. I look at as potential trade pieces, uh, draft picks, whatever. I just think it's all sort of they're not going to they're going to do their damnedest, I do believe, to, like, get some of those high end players, uh, you know, that Travis Konechny or Owen Tippett or whoever's here can actually compliment, uh, you know, as complimentary pieces. I think, you know, this is the first piece to fall. Claude Giroux, uh, along with our boy Connor Bunneman, never forget. Um Whatever they get for Braun, whoever else they ship out, Broussard, it's all just loading up on ammo to be able to put together packages this offseason, I see it as. All right, let's go to who was next. I believe Jason H. was next. You're live. Sorry. Jason. I was just about to say I can't believe that this trade isn't finalized yet. This is taking forever. 
It is. I mean, stuff's been trickling all day. Like I've been seeing notes about different trades, but you just think like, all right, Hello? we know we know Giroux and Bunneman are in it, and we know Owen Tippett's in it. What's holding up the rest of the information? Yeah, I have no idea. And, and Jason H. Yeah, I'm here. Hey. How you doing? Well, I'm doing fine. I mean, you know, it's nice that we did a big humongous celebration podcast for uh, the loss of Connor Bunneman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it is also, so funny that he got thrown into this. <laughs> yeah. All, all joking aside, I mean, I get no trade clauses and something like that, but, oh, God, I hate to bury Claude like this. But after all the years that's been put in, it's like, God, could you at least take the package that they wanted, I guess? I don't, I don't no, know. Jason, no. <sighs> no. Oh, I no. know. It, it no. sucks. But it no, sucks. no, stop. The, the Flyers fucked this up. Starting like ten years ago, oh, yeah. the reason we're not getting anything for Claude Giroux is because of the Flyers. We fucked this man over so hard. We made it so he had to leave, which means he got to decide where he went. I guess he likes the sunshine. What are we supposed to do about it? Direct your anger at the Flyers is all I'm saying. This isn't on Claude Giroux. He- no, I'm, I'm honestly I'm not angry. I mean, the video guys put up actually, you know, just made me cry and everything. And. It- and it was like it was less it was less losing Claude that made me cry. It was more than just like what this team should have been over the last ten years, twelve years, twenty years for that matter. Just frustrating. Oh, it's definitely frustrating that they're in this position. Obviously, we're hoping that Claude Giroux would fetch a huge return. We still don't know the details of this. Uh, and yeah, you know, it is if they could have got more from somebody else. That's frustrating, but also that's why you negotiate no trade clauses. So you have some say over your future. Like he got no say over the stupid ass moves they made. Like I don't think he had any say over playing 75% of his ice time with Andrew McDonald, Luke Shen, Rasmus, and whoever else was in that stat uh, that was given out the other night. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a shame that it had to come to this is more, more than anything. I can't be mad at Claude for going where he wants to go when he negotiated that exact, uh, you know, that exact right. Well, I thank you guys for this as always. And my, my two year old's trying to give his opinion, but it's not really coming off very well right now, but thank you guys for everything as always. Thanks a lot, Jason. Uh, well, Jason's talking about his, Baby, I actually need to go run and take care of two babies. So someone call me or text me when this comes through because it is taking a half hour. It seems, yeah, it seems like I just want some information here. That's that's all I want. Uh, let's see who is next. I believe Sean V is next. Sean V, you're live. Hey, what's up, Bill? How's it going, Sean? Hey, not bad. Hey, uh, as devastated as I am, I've been trying to focus on some of the funny parts of this trade, and I have found some of the narratives surrounding the whole Giroux trade the past couple of days to just be, they've just really made me laugh. Like that Colorado reporter kept coming out and saying that, um, you know, Giroux was nervous about his power play time, and that's why he was holding up the Colorado trade. And I don't know, man, I'm, I'm sad to see him go, but I'm, I'm really excited to root for him in Florida. Yeah, I'm happy he's going to get his time. And it was Adrian Dater who came out with a lot of that. And if you're online at all, you probably, you know, can laugh at Adrian Dater a little bit. Um, Bill, why don't all of your listeners have photos with their middle fingers up? (laughs) It's it's It's, a a post-game thing. I guess, yeah. 
it's popular, I guess. It's a popular feeling amongst the Flyers fan base in general, I would say. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea what's true and what's not. Like, I don't want to bury a reporter's reports, but, like, do I believe that shit about why he may or may not have wanted to go to Colorado? I don't. Uh, I've never spent any time with Claude Giroux. Maybe below everything, he is a selfish, egotistical asshole. Uh, <laughs> but I have a lot of trouble believing that. Yeah, me and my brother were laughing. We were like, if that's true, I think he might have had problems with uh, first-line center Valtteri Filpula on his line. But um, I think he might have asked for a trade then, but I guess I guess not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the guy's been moved to wing, uh, you know, for Sean Couturier. He, he's played center after, you know, his initial thing was, okay, I'll move the wing, but don't bounce me around. If I'm going to do one thing, let me do one thing. And then, you know, a season later, there are some injuries, and he gets bounced around. He was the team's 3C at points. Uh, you know, it's not like he ever got bumped off of power play one because that would be fucking silly. They don't even have two guys worth being on a power play one. Uh, so it would be insane, but you know, he gets moved to the right side. He, he's got to put up with, uh, goddamn, you know, Ivan Provorov on the power play when there are other guys and just Michael Delzada. Like I have trouble believing it is all. Yeah. There's been a lot of weird reporting about that, but I mean, other than that, dude, I think he's going to be a stud in Florida. I'm sad. They I traded so. my like favorite athlete ever, but, um, that's all I had. Hey, Kelly, thanks for making me a BSH girl. I'll uh, talk to you guys later. <laughs> yeah, Sean's an honorary, honorary one of the girls. Oh, well, congratulations about yeah. that, Sean. Uh, that's great. Uh, let's see who is next. Let's go to Josh Neath. Josh, you are live on the post game. Whatever this is. First off, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. How's it going, Josh? Good. How are you guys? Oh, just peachy. Waiting for the rest of the details of this trade to come out. Yeah, I, I mean, the first thing I got to say is, you know, I'm excited to see him get a chance. I'm happy with everything he's brought this franchise over the last, uh, you know, over his entire career, really. Um, I was, I always like seeing him play. He's great, and I'm excited to see him get an actual chance on a team that plays with any sort of intensity and passion. I've got to tell you, Mar- Elliot Friedman doesn't understand how little I care about Marc-Andre Fleury. He really doesn't. <laughs> but, no, it is, uh, it's a shame, like, we never got to give him this outside of 2010, like, the kind of run he's expected to have now in Florida on this. I mean, they're the best team in the East by record, uh, one of the deepest rosters. They have a hell of a path, you know, through that Atlantic division, potentially a matchup with uh, Carolina down the line. Uh, the East is stacked. Uh, Colorado – a much easier path to the Western Conference Final and Stanley Cup Final, I'd say. But what's up, Kel? So uh, someone from the French TSN is saying that the Flyers are getting Owen Tippett. Okay. A first in 2024. 2024, great. A third in 2023. And that's it. Huh. That's a little disappointing. That's uh. Well... Ah, that's I will fun. say the the twenty okay the twenty twenty three draft supposedly very deep very good I mean who knows what that means and Florida's like a very good team uh, but uh, the twenty twenty four pick plus a third that year in the deep draft maybe you're able to move up maybe that's got some sort of value uh, it's underwhelming if that's it I'm not sure what I was expecting though like I don't know if I was expecting anything more than that. 
my only fear uh, before I hop off of this, I want to say is um, like you guys have talked about on the BSH, BSH radio a bunch is the uh, development system that the Flyers have. It's hasn't proven anything really, hasn't brought anything to the table. And we get Owen Tippett, who you guys just talked Who's about. a project, yeah. <laughs> it's a project, you know, upside, maybe uh, top six. He's highest upside it's looking right now with some good development. But as we know, our development is trash. So that's that's that hurt that hurts a lot. No, with uh, with a player like uh, like Tippett, he better just have it in him. I don't know if this organization has what it takes to bring it out in him. Like he better just have that whatever it is internally that makes guys reach their potential. Uh, Cause if not, I'm not confident the organization, you know, will get his potential out of him. Yeah. It's hope for the best. They just need to, they need to get someone. I, I forgot who it was. I know it was Kelly or Steph that said that the, um, the detriment to this franchise was winning the Stanley cups in 74 or whatever. Uh, couple couple BSH radios ago, I think. And I was like, you know, that makes perfect sense. It is. It, that's it, the, the curse of the Broad Street Bullies. An expansion team won a cup. And because of that, those people were empowered forever. Yep. And it makes perfect sense. But, well, thanks for what you guys do. I'll let you go. And uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot, Josh. Hey, I am, Kelly, it's, I'm irrationally up? angry about the Connor Bunneman thing now. <laughs> what, what, like, what did we have to we throw him to, in for? Yeah, he had to be thrown in to get what? The, is that what got us the third? Like, what the fuck was Connor Bunneman in there for? And Friedman just tweeted Philly getting uh, Florida 2024 first. So that's, you know, at least uh, Friedman official at this point. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, they, they just we just don't want him anymore. Like it was better than waving him. I, I guess. guess. I we keep waving him and no one takes him. <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I don't care that Connor Bunneman is gone, but it's just no, no. It, he's the a, idea that it was like we'll give you Claude Giroux, and this is what we want. Yeah, we needed like, to somehow no, no. <laughs> we needed to somehow sweeten the package. We had to sweeten the Claude Giroux deal with Connor Bunneman in order to get the two picks. Like, what I just. Steve Jaco and Steve jump in if you want to uh, if you want to speak at all uh just gave me the Saravali uh tweet it's awaiting confirmation trade call not completed but sounds like basis of package flyers are getting uh 2024 first round pick 2023 third and Owen Tippett for Drew and of course Bunneman so yeah they had it Kelly if uh if what Frank's saying he's awaiting confirmation on is true why uh Maybe there's more. Maybe there's still more. Who, what? No. No, stop listening to it. This is it. Um, All right. I just, <laughs> I just can't believe, like, not one of the, not one of the, the good prospects. Like, not, not one. Yeah. I don't get it. And one like the, also, uh, the college kids. Yeah. Aaron Act, Aaron Eckblad just like hurt his leg again. Like you couldn't throw Justin Braun in there instead of Connor Bonneman and gotten something a little better. <laughs> like what? What's happening? Well, it's going to be hilarious when they get just as much for Justin Braun. Uh, David Manning, David, you're live. Hey, Bill. Hey, Kelly. Uh, two things here. First, 
the more and more I see about this trade, it's like a slow motion car wreck. It's like watching one of those icy hill videos that you, you see from up north of people trying to drive in Pittsburgh and, and they just go sliding down the hill slowly out of control and then crash into a light pole. Uh, the other thought I have, and I am thoroughly 100% convinced that come July 1st, Claude Giroux will resign in Philadelphia. I'm it's going to happen. I really believe part of um, part of wanting to go to Florida was just like, I don't have to change time zones. It's a quick three-hour flight, you know, two-and-a-half-hour flight, whatever it is, and I'm going to be back in the summer. I really – I'm over – I know I say everything in life, life is 50%. I'm over 50% in my mind he's he's coming back. I, I agree with you, and I know Kelly has, has gotten has really launched the bandwagon that Bobby Clark is the problem, and I agree with her. And I think that Claude Giroux has, the, has you know, face of the fan franchise replacing Bobby Clark as that ultimate Flyers ambassador. I, I, I think he has that written all over him. I think he's going to be with this franchise for, you know, the next 30 years, and hopefully – he will actually listen to people and not go, oh, we need more toughness. We need more toughness, unless he's hiring Wayne Simmons as a coach. I would hire Wayne Simmons as a coach in a second. So. Uh, or just, like, not even head coach, just an assistant to sit there and stare at people and intimidate <laughs> them into playing better. Exactly. Like, but just that look he would give, like, all right, if you want to fight, we can fight, but it's a bad idea for you. Like, that look he would give – if he were to do that behind the bench, like our power play would be better. But I, I look at all the, uh, I agree with you, Bill, and that, uh, you know, more than 50% chance Jerry will be back. He's got roots here. He's got kids. This is where his kids are growing up. And um, oh, was it Kelly or was it Steph that said, everybody fucking hates moving? Everybody hates moving. I and mean, that's what. I, you know, I bought a house this summer, and honestly, I, I will do anything to die here rather than pack up all my shit and move again. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. You guys just go out, have a cold one, drink, um, drink, I'm, a, I'm, drink I'm, one or two or three and just realize that, you know, whatever the hell happens, it's going to be a train wreck for the next, you know, three, four weeks. And come July 1st, he'll be back. I was on my way out the door to do exactly that. When this happened, I had to text my friends and be like, don't order the pizza yet. Claude Giroux got traded. Can't leave the house now. <laughs> don't order the pizza yet. <laughs> yeah, I was just having myself a nice little day watching. Uh, I never caught second season of Mandalorian, drinking a few Cape May IPAs. And I was like, it'll probably happen today. So I wasn't going to do anything in case I wanted to do, you know, a little post game. But uh, now it happened. And I'm like, God damn it. Like. Something you knew was coming and still weren't all the way like correct. When yeah. when you just see a tweet like Giroud to Florida is close, like ah shit. I guess it really is gonna happen. I'm starting to buy into the idea that he didn't want to go to Colorado because he didn't want to play the Flyers in a week. That you know, I really don't think that's crazy. I um, I, I I feel like it's out there, not- right? It wouldn't be here. No, it's there. It's in Colorado. Yeah. I just don't yeah. know if he could, like, stomach the idea of, like, having to, like, hit Travis Konechny in the corner or something. Like, I'm not sure he wanted to oh, do I could stomach that idea, though. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Wolf, you're live. Ryan, you're muted. Oh, I lost Kelly. Uh, Ryan. All right, we will try to get Ryan back up in a second. Let's go to 
I think Chris Madamba was next. Chris, you're live. Hey, Matt. So, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing, the, you know, the, the trades coming in, the information, and I, I can't help but not be mad because, realistically, he could have said, screw you to the Flyers and left in free agency. I mean, he had every right to do that. The Flyers screwed him for the last 10 years, so so why wouldn't he other than he's a dumb hockey player that is always loyal to the team first? So I, so I really can't help be pissed off, you know, not be pissed off at this. It's... It's hard. I, like, no matter what the return was, we were never going to be satisfied with it because it's not just about the the value Claude Giroux brings on the ice, as we've discussed, which is high. Uh, and it, it's about everything else he meant to us as people who've watched his entire career. So there was no way we weren't going to be happy about it. We have to wait to see what happens with the rest of this offseason. Uh, maybe there's some other grand plan. Maybe he's back in you a know, couple of months. I don't know. Uh, but it's – it was always going to be underwhelming. I don't know what they could have gotten in return that we'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, we were always going to be disappointed, but I also can't help but not be mad. If you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of neutral sure. on it. No, it's, I'm not happy today. Like I wish they had gotten the world for Claude Giroux. And when you're seeing what some of these defensemen are going for, you're like, shit, but man, Claude Giroux isn't in his prime anymore and everybody needs more defense uh, come playoff time. It's just the way things go. It's it's a bummer, but here we are. We gotta we just got to live with it, I guess. Uh, I'm not saying we just have to accept it, complain all you want. I mean, this organization deserves trashing for the way they, enti- they handled Claude Giroux's entire career up to the point he left, uh, which was actually very classy. What they did on uh, what they did on Thursday against Nashville was excellent. Everything they did before that, um, maddening as hell. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 not going to tell anyone not to be mad about this because, but we were always going to be. That's the that's the part. You know, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted more, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. And then another question about the Bunneman part. Do, do you think that's a possibility that Fletcher said, all right, we'll make this deal, but take Bunneman to get him off of our hands because they don't want him anymore? I mean, it's totally possible. Maybe they just want the roster spot. Um, you know, you can only have so many contracts. They're gonna, there's going to be a lot of moving pieces between now and uh, when Puck drops next season. Uh, maybe they just want a little bit more flexibility. All right, awesome. Thanks for uh, taking my call, Bill. All right, take it easy, Chris. Uh, let's go to Ryan Wolf is back. Ryan. Hey, Bill, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm looking at the trades right now, and it's just crazy to me that Ben Sherratt gets a first and a fourth, and Claude Giroux gets a first and a third farther into the future than those two picks. Like, that just – I know we had the number, yeah. but that's just uh, and- crazy. And a lot of it comes down to leverage. I mean, there was only so many places Claude Giroux was willing to go. Uh, and when it came down to it, maybe this was the only place he was willing to go. And if that's the case, you just have to take whatever you can get. Uh, and there's just a stupid demand for defensemen, even if they're not that good. That's why like, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they can get for Justin Braun. Uh, and even if it's not before Monday, what they can get for one of their roster defensemen in the offseason, because I really don't see them coming back with Provorov and Sanheim next year. Yeah, with all the rumors that are going around out there, yeah, like this trade's disappointing, but when you look at the whole haul in the offseason, maybe they find a way to pull this around. I don't know. Um, I've also – I live 
relatively close to Giroux, and I ran by his house this morning. They put a ton of work into the Ooh. house that he lives in, and yeah, only slightly stalkerish. Um, but they put a ton of work into the house that he lives in, and I, between that and all the trades they're trying to do in this, I think he comes back next year. I really do. It's it doesn't make any sense to me. I wouldn't if I was him, but he's got roots in this area. I think he's back. It's. There's definitely something to it. Um, I don't believe, you know, I think a lot of those rumors we heard a couple weeks ago that were like, oh, teams might not believe he's all in. Like, if you've watched Claude Drew play hockey for five minutes, you know he's going to step out on the ice and be all in. Like, remember his celebration in the World Cup when he was a healthy scratch? Like, the dude is just competitive as shit. It's just, it's what everyone's first word about him is, is competitive. He's going to be all in for you. But I get the feeling he might have been telling teams, I'm not going to sign an extension before July 1st. Like that's definitely not happening. I, I just, I have, I don't have information. I say all the time, I'm not an insider. and I don't want to be. Uh, and I'm just, that's trying to, you know, logic my way through the thing. I believe that's probably true. No, I think you're totally right. He waits to see what this team does in the first couple of days of free agency and with the rest of the deadline and figures out, all right, what, how can we make this work here? And he does everything he can to get back here. I, I really think as crazy as that is, I think that's what's in his mind. And it's really got, and you know, and thanks a lot, Ryan. Um, Kelly, this is like Stockholm syndrome, right? Like if he comes back, what, like uh, my only I... feel like, he, I feel like he thinks this now, like, Oh, I, I love the flyers. I want to be a flyer for life. Like he's thinking about maybe coming back in the off season, but once he gets, gets out into the wild and like plays for a really good team yes. with really good teammates, he's going to be like, wait, it could have been like this the whole time. That's exactly my thought. I, I think that he thinks right now I'm coming right back here. I don't want to leave. But yeah. he's going to go to Florida, and he's going to play with friggin' Alexander Barkov, and he's going to be like, wait, what? Wait, these guys exist? Like, I, he got a little taste of it in the All-Star game, but I don't know. I I just don't know how they would pay him. So unless he's, he's like, full crazy and takes, like, a $3 million contract or something ridiculous. No, I fully okay. believe because he wants to be a flyer for life. They could offer him like the this. I guess if he, since he's gone now, it could only be a seven year term for like yeah, like two and a half, three million dollars. Like I know that's asinine, but also I fully see it happening. Oh boy, <laughs> Claude Drew till twenty thirty, baby. I mean, that would be like the that like the literal least of our problems is like a forty year old oh. Claude Drew. No, I mean he'd still. Uh, based on just the composition of their roster right now and the what I feel about the people who make the decisions for this team, he'd still be one of our three best players at like 38. So, Which is yeah. just great. We're, yeah. we're doing- James Minger, James, you're live. James, you're muted. All right, we'll try to get James back up in a second. Uh, let's go to Tyler Heath. Tyler, you're live. Tyler, hit on mute. All right, this isn't going well. Let's try to get uh, try to get James back up. James, you're live. The, yeah, the Bill. mute button's on the bottom I of know. your screen, fam. Just look for the – it's like a big red circle on the bottom of your screen. And I vowed to myself I was never going to let it happen, but I was scrolling in between jokes here and jokes there, and but here we are. I did it the other night on uh, when I was just a guest on the Claude Giroux Wake show, so I feel you. 
Yeah, no. But like, yeah, like Kelly's saying, like, and uh, uh, the the Stockholm Syndrome or not, like, what's your Stockholm Syndrome going to be like when any other team says, hey, Claude, here's $7 million. How much do you really love the Flyers? Yeah, that's the, like, man, I wonder what Drew's actually worth at this point in his career. And then I see, you know, what we gave Kevin Hayes. And, like, yeah, Hayes was younger and everything, but production-wise, like, that's what Giroux will still do for the next two or three years, what we expected and gave Kevin Hayes $7 million to do. Right. I mean, the, if somebody signed Claude for – like, if we signed Claude for 3 by 7 if that was the extension, nobody would be upset at that. I mean, I just – I wouldn't be upset because I love G and ultimately, like, whatever, but I just – they need – they need resources in so many other places. Oh, absolutely. They, they need everything. Like, but he they still probably have a one G, and that's oh yeah. I mean, it's true. It's just that like Claude Giroux can't be your best player at this point if you're going to be a an actually competitive team. Like he's not that anymore. He was once. He no longer is. No, I, I, it's just it, it's maddening. And but like. I just like to think about how this negotiation went down between Chuck and Bill Zito with Chuck having absolutely no leverage. Bill Zito probably just freaking suplexes him through a table. Like, no, I'm not giving you anything. You, you want Samakovich? You want Dennis Zeko? Kick rocks. Yeah, it was, and it was going to come down to like, were the Flyers willing to wait it out? And they didn't, like, they would ultimately have to blink first if Drew told them I'll only go to Florida. Like, they would have to blink or get nothing for him. And I was joking about it earlier on Twitter, but can you imagine a world in which Claude Giroux is in the lineup on Tuesday? Like, that would be the <laughs> laughing stock of professional sports. No, it, it would be very flyers. Though. They gave him a big send off, you know, like the thousandth game and everything. Like, sure, you can say it was just about his thousandth game, but he didn't travel with the team. He's not, you know, he wouldn't have played tomorrow. All this shit. And oh, yeah, on Tuesday, trade deadline passes, Claude Giroux's back. Like, you couldn't do it. And Florida knew that. That's like everyone like quitting their job, like in the glorious, like flame, like flame McCoy, like, fuck you, fuck you, I'm out. And then they have to come back to work the next day. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I signed a contract. They're going to sue me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's exactly – that's what it is. That's exactly what it would be like. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's awful. I mean, we're literally at something is better than nothing. Uh, yeah. So uh, we get the rational of this. But it sucks, but yeah. I, I'm trying to lean into positivity. Um, let, let's go Flyer South Beach, like Bob, Radko, and I guess Bunneman. Like, it, it's not a very – clear path out of the uh, out of the east but I, I, hell I, we hope he does it right florida's built to do it that's the thing like and thanks a lot james uh this team uh, that claude Giroux just joined is excellent they they truly are an awesome team um they are we're gonna watch claude Giroux in the most interesting you know uh section of the playoffs their side of the bracket uh their way through the atlantic division and then ultimately meeting you know probably carolina in an easter conference final something like that um we're gonna get to see Giroux potentially in some awesome hockey let's go to i believe it was patrick reed miller patrick you're live hey bill hey how's it going patrick 
Ugh. I think we all need a drink. Oh, I'm I'm way ahead of you there, Patrick. I was uh, the funny thing is I was literally out at the beer store and picking up something to eat when this happened. I'm like, wait, what? It, like when I least expect it. So, so that was funny. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was gonna hit at some point today. I figured they didn't want to drag it into tomorrow's game, and Florida wants them in their lineup. So, uh, it was it was pretty much when you saw so many things start to unfold today, it was like, all right, you know, the phones are hot. People are this is people want to get their deals done before Monday. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to stay positive, but a 2024 first, so like. <laughs> At this point, it's like you hope he comes back, and then like he's he's like what almost forty. He's gonna try to deliver the cup here, maybe. You know, with those late picks we're getting. Uh, I don't know. I'm with Kelly. He might not come back if he wants. If he enjoys with the calendars like in Florida, like that's gonna be nuts. Watching him play with Barkov and all of them. Yeah, like that power play is gonna be sick. Yeah. So now all that's left is to look forward to a Justin Braun on Monday. Yep. Twenty and twenty-one more games of Flyers hockey. Woo-hoo! And it's gonna be 20, so bad. Twenty one. I was Jeroen- gonna go to the game tomorrow and now I'm like, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I, it's like I can't <laughs> I kinda want to just to see what the um They're the ten game losing streak, guys. Come. Yeah, probably. And uh thanks a lot, Patrick. Um I kinda I'm not going to, but I'm kind of interested, Kelly, in seeing what the atmosphere is like tomorrow. Like, I I assume, you know, a Sunday 2 p.m. game, there's going to be about 850 people there. Um, uh, but I want to know if people are like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I expect from the crowd. I guess just, like, lackluster because the season's over and it's a fake game. Yeah, I – I have been um, – I was blinded by the fun that I had at the game on Thursday. Yeah. And I've tricked myself into believing that all the games will be that fun. Um, but also it's at 2 p.m., and that's, in my mind, the perfect time for a hockey game. So that's why <laughs> I was thinking about going. I might still go. The tickets are cheap as hell in the secondary market. So if I do go, I will report back about what the, the thing is like. All right, Tyler Heath is back. Let's see if we can get him up. Tyler. Oh, yes, yes. I got unmuted. Wow. All right, excellent. Cool. How's it going? Everyone doing good? Oh, just a swell day here in Flyerland, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I live in um, I live in Raleigh, so um, I was I was hoping that there was something going to happen with uh, him going to Carolina somehow. I, I don't think that that was. I think they they talked about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, that would have been super exciting for me and my son because we would have loved to see Giroux down here. But yeah, I. I Apart, apart from that, with uh, Florida and Carolina, I'm sorry, Florida and Colorado, I really wanted to see him in Colorado because uh, I wanted to buy a jersey. It would have been really nice to have a Colorado Giroux jersey because I love. I've had a Nordiques jersey. I've had a I've had a 28 uh, Nordiques jersey in my cart for a few weeks now that will never be bought, and I'm a little bummed about <laughs> it. Yeah, and uh, the only other thing I would say, man, is um, I think that maybe his wife and him had a conversation about losing the beach and uh, she was going to be upset with not being able to go to the beach and they had to <laughs> go to a beach town, you know, because, yeah, so that's it, Joe. All right, thanks a lot, Tyler. <laughs> I, I would be upset about losing the beach too, Kelly. I I would not. I would never want to be landlocked. Like I love Denver. Denver is so, one of my favorite. Denver is one of my favorite towns in the world. 
but I don't think I could live being landlocked. I also have a firm belief that I can't be too far away from the ocean. However, they're very rich, and also the mountains are very good. <laughs> so there's that. But if you want to be cold, well. you could just go back to Hearst. Like, you know? <laughs> I guess. Fuck it. Let's go back to Ottawa. So, like, uh, you know. Uh, I'm, we're all just trying to come up with shit to make us feel better about whatever. Uh, I do not want to blame Ryan, though. I will not say Ryan is the reason the Flyers didn't get a good return for Claude Giroux. I would say the Flyers organization is the reason the Flyers didn't get a, the, the return Absolutely. we hoped for for Claude Giroux. Uh, let's go to Dan Allen. Dan, you're live. Hey, Dan. Guys. Oh, there you are. How's it going? Hey, good. I'm sorry. I just logged on. This is uh, Kelly with Bill, right? Yes, yes. it is. Hey, Kelly, we've never spoken before. Hi. It's nice to talk to you. Hey, so uh, I'm, of course, sad that Giroux is gone because he's Claude Giroux, and uh, he's my second favorite flyer behind Mike Richards. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to decide, like, why why have we did collectively seem to have decided that Owen Tippett sucks? It, it, I don't... I, I, I don't think so... we've decided he sucks. I think it's just more of... Okay, he's a complimentary piece, which you need. You like you need those players, but they still at this point do not have star players for complimentary pieces to go about complimenting. And it's just like, all right, we're not going to draft high. We didn't get super valuable pieces for Claude Giroux to add to the roster outside of Tippett. So how are we going to get these high-end pit players that they admitted they very badly need? Right. And my thing on Tippett is I'm never going to pretend to be an expert on NHL prospects, but I listen to people who I consider to be experts on NHL prospects. And the thing that I understand about Tippett is that it's not so much that he's bad. It's that he is absolutely not as good as anyone thought he was going to be when he was drafted. So he's got that whole, you know, a high draft pick who's not doing what they thought he would do. He's got that hanging around his neck. And also, if you think about it, like, we're trying to be a team as good as Florida, right? Like, that's the goal for the Flyers, I would hope. He can't crack that lineup. So, you know, not – I don't know. It's it's not like he was drafted last year. Like he's he's been around for a few years. And no, it was the it was the seventeen draft. It was the yeah. Nolan Patrick draft, and guys who are gonna be stars out of that draft have established themselves it. as stars at this point. Exactly. I think, and I and also for me, I think the trouble that I have with it is if you buy into the idea that Tippett can reach the potential that people thought that he had then you're saying he's a project, which means you have to trust that the Flyers development system is going to fix him. And as we've discussed about a million times on BSH radio, like there's absolutely no reason to trust that the Flyers development system can fix. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you seeing, are you seeing these details coming out in, uh, in the chat, Kelly? It's Bunneman, it's Giroux Bunneman. Uh, German Rubstov and a fifth round pick in 2024 uh, is the, what the Panthers like. The Panthers made out in this. Wait, trade. hold on. We hold gave on. up so much. We gave them all of. And like Rubstov sucks. He's like he's yeah, fuck the germ. He's done. Yeah, but what? We were <laughs> literally like. All these other pieces, like we gave them a fifth in 2024, the year they give us the first. So, uh, like, I'm baffled by some of this. I'm I'm happy they're opening up roster spots by losing Bunneman and Rubstov, but it's just funny. 
I'm just like I I can't I can't really care that they give up a late round draft pick and two random assholes. You know, <laughs> it's just funny. Like, no, these things aren't. They have no like tangible value, but it's just kind of funny. I don't know. It could be, it could just be that I'm dead inside at this point and I just can't react to anything. But <laughs> but you know I, I I don't know. I just back to what we were saying before. I, even uh, actually, I think I saw a tweet. I think Emily Kaplan tweeted that uh, the packages from Colorado and Boston were better than this, but Giroux didn't want to go to either of those places. So I, I mean, mean, Boston's we, not winning the cup this year, so that I can totally understand. And also, fuck Boston, and I'm sure Claude Giroux feels similar. Um, the oh, Colorado probably. thing, I don't. I don't fully understand unless it's just that he doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play the Flyers. I don't know. Or he really just, you know, thinks Florida's better. I, I don't know. Well, I, Colorado, I Colorado isn't quite built, you know, as we say, for the playoffs the way maybe Florida is. And I hate that. I wish, like, the best teams were just the best teams. But until Colorado proves otherwise – you know, they need to go out and make those Luke Shen type moves, those Patrick Maroon type moves to make them a real playoff team. Yeah, but Florida but hasn't proven Florida anything. Yeah. I just mean like Florida just uh, perhaps the way they play is a bit more suited for the playoffs. I, sub- I, I, I don't know. know. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know either. Out. I'm also – I just meant like – yeah, I just meant that, like, from a Flyers perspective, we had to remember that they were, to a certain degree, handcuffed by the no-trade clause. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I just think that, you know, with my counter-argument to – those were fair points about, you know, about uh, Tippett and the high-end talent and stuff. But I guess my counter-arguments would be that he's he just turned 23 years old, so he's still a young guy. You know, he's already had NHL experience, so I'm not sure how much development the Flyers really need to do, you know, tr- other than put him on the ice with, you know – competent NHLers hopefully <laughs> and watch and watch them blossom and we don't really know we don't know yet who the new coaching staff is going to be so it's possible that they could have some fair. better player development guys coming in all fair points listen I I want to to you know in six months I want to be looking back at this conversation to be like you idiot I can't believe you were upset about yeah, this train no like, I I hope you know and, and like I said usual, we were always we were wrong. always going to be underwhelmed yes absolutely but not- yeah, I, yeah, I'm also coming at it from from a perspective that I am 100% expecting more like massive uh, shakeups in the roster. You know, I feel like, you know, my my I was trying I was thinking about like if I if I'm Chuck if I was Chuck Fletcher coming into the you know when I got hired from the Flyers I was my my first stage was like, well you know Hextall had all these uh, prospects that you know, all this draft this this draft capital they turn into players. I'm just going to put some complimentary pieces around them and let that team develop into a good team. That didn't really happen. So stage two was last off season. Let's trade some guys, change you know, uh, change up the mix a little bit. Come in with a fresh, you know, perspective with a new team, and and you know, see what's going there. That obviously blew up in my face again. So my third stage is okay. Well, this team wasn't what I we, we didn't have in the you know in the the closet what we thought that we did. So now we're blowing stuff up, and I I think we're in that stage. I think that's what's coming. So I think maybe that's why I'm not like. I'm not reacting very very strongly to anything that happens right now because, you know, I think this is like the step one of a big, uh, you know, series of changes. I hope so, Dan, and thanks a lot. And Kelly, I think Dan stumbled upon to something that gives me a little bit of optimism. Oh, I thought I thought the Hextall plan would work, and it didn't. 
and I thought last offseason would work, and it didn't. Now, perhaps, since I don't think this is going to work, I'm wrong a lot. I, I like where your head is at, actually. I, too, am wrong <laughs> a lot. And, you know, maybe this is just another opportunity for people to call us stupid in a little while, which I will take. Fine with me. Happily. I love it. All right, we're going to take one more call. It's going to be Trevor Harris. Trevor, you're live. Trevor, you're muted. Hello. There you go. Hey, how's it going, Trevor? Um, I'm not too bad. I, I live in South Florida. I, I am a Flyer fan. Do I just go out and buy a Drew Tampa jersey and just join the bandwagon down here? Uh, I, just, I work for the station that we cover, the Panthers. What do I do? Yeah, jump on that bandwagon. Enjoy yourself. You got a you got a playoff. I run. mean, I'm jumping on. So <laughs> I, I, I just want your guys' approval because Kelly, I brought it up to you many of times on my podcast. I just want I just want approval from you from you, Bill, because you are the director of funding game. I just want your approval. <laughs> I will never tell anyone. I will never tell anyone not to have a good time. If you have a reason to enjoy a playoff run, please do because as we've learned, um, they're not guaranteed. Uh, yeah. I thought for a long time the Flyers would just always like every spring the playoffs would come around and we'd be in we'd be there. Uh, not the case. So enjoy yourself because you never know when your next playoff run is going to be. Definitely, and um, I was at the game last Thursday night in in Florida for the Pan- for the Flyers, and I was like, oh, it felt, this felt normal. Then seeing them lose like six three, like about oh, that's it's it's completely normal again. Um, what do we? As someone who I I watch I cover the Panthers as well. Do, what, I don't like this deal at all. I, I just don't tip. It's been like in the minors the whole year. Um, I'm going to we we get fleeced so badly. Like Howie Roseman does to other people who does to the Eagles. That's how I consider it as com- tra- comparing like NFL trades to NHL deals. So I feel like we got fleets and we're fucked for so long. It's definitely possible. And thanks a lot, Trevor. My hope is just like, Owen Tippett's a little bit of a project. And why would the Florida Panthers who might be the best team in the league, have somebody learning on the job. Like I just, it's, it doesn't benefit them now, you know, should he be one of their 12 best, 12 best forwards? If you know, they took him in 2017 at 10 overall. Sure. Uh, but maybe they just don't want him in one of those roles. We've talked, uh, you know, we've been told he's, you know, a good complimentary piece. He's got some finishing ability. And if he had to be, you know, like we always say, Oh, if he's going to play on the fourth line, he might as well play in the minors. Maybe it's just one of those. Maybe that's just the situation. We, we won't know until we get him here. Right, Kelly. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, I'm walking now, and I live on the noisiest oh. street in the history. All right. I'm wrapping it up anyway, so thanks for, thanks a lot for joining me, Kelly, and thank everyone for jumping in and joining me on this <coughs> – I choked myself to death – on this impromptu uh, post-game, Claude Giroux, post-trade, uh, Spotify green room. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, Broad Street Hockey, yada, yada, yada. You know the deal. Uh, that's it. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about this. At some point, um, until then, my name is Bill Matz. Thank you, Claude Giroux.